Good morning, everybody. My name is Barry Schwartz, and this is the Search Buzz Video Recap. Today is Friday, February 23rd, and this is the search news we covered over at the Search Engine Roundtable at scroundtable.com. First up, we have more on the Google Helpful Content Update, so stay tuned for that. Um, there was a deal with Reddit and Google, which is kind of funny. We'll get into that also. Product variant structured data was released by Google Search. Google Ad News, Bing Search News, and search volume might go down in 2026, so we'll see. Any event, thanks so much for sponsoring Duda. Duda is the professional website builder you can call your own. Thank you, Duda, for sponsoring. I deeply appreciate it. Also, next week on February 29th, I'll be doing this pause um, live event. So definitely check that out. It's from Anton Shook. So thank you for doing that. And I'll be doing some type of charity event to help um, support some things in Ukraine. So definitely check it out. Okay, so first up, we a week ago or so, we posted, or two weeks ago now, we posted about the recovery time to go ahead and recover from a Google Helpful Content Update. So the last Helpful Content Update was pretty drastic. Um, it was the Helpful Content Update that Google said would happen when it originally launched, but it didn't happen until a few Helpful Content Updates later. Um, and now Google's been talking more about Helpful Content Updates because people are not recovering. And it's been since September again, and several months, I think it's five plus months since that happened, and nobody really has recovered. So Danny Sullivan, like we said last time, basically said our documentation says it takes several months to, for Google to, un, to trust that your content is really helpful. You can't just change it overnight. It'll be, it will recover overnight. Even though the classifier is constantly running in real time, it doesn't mean that you'll recover overnight. That being said, um, a uh, niche blogger, Morgan Overholt, basically was at an event and said, hey, Google's Danny Sullivan said at the event it would take two weeks to recover uh, from a helpful content update. I'm like, ah. so I got the recording. He did say, Danny Sullivan said, within a couple of weeks, he didn't say exactly two weeks, he said within a couple of weeks, it's possible to recover. Now, I think he misspoke. Um, Danny Sullivan went ahead and chimed in about that. He's like, technically, it might be possible if the class, if you change the content right when the classifier is running and to make everything helpful. But generally, he basically said, again, going back to the documentation, it says, he should have said several months, not several weeks, not within a couple of weeks and so forth. So anyway, it goes back to saying, you know what, while technically it might be possible to recover within a couple weeks, it's not, it's gonna take several months. Um, so again, even if you think it may take a few weeks or a couple weeks or several weeks, it's gonna probably take you several months to recover. And again, we haven't really seen any sites really recover from this last helpful content update. John Mueller said that when it comes to old content, you decide what is helpful and what's not. Um, he said this on Reddit, basically somebody's asking, you know, I want to remove content that might be unhelpful. I have all this old content. It's really outdated. Should I go ahead and remove it? And John Mueller's like, well, not necessarily. Some old content is really good. I want to just remove old content just because it's old. Um, you should you should decide what's helpful or not. And everybody's like, Google, just tell me what's helpful. And everybody wants Google to tell them what's helpful, but Google's not going to tell you what's helpful. So it's really up to you. Danny Sullivan responded to complaints um, from um, basically a website called Housefresh, which basically posted saying how Google is killing independent sites like ours. And it goes on to show how large sites are outranking all the smaller sites just because they're large. And Dan, you should really read the article, it's pretty good. Um, and Danny Sullivan responded basically saying that we don't want to have an algorithm that just rewards large sites. We want to reward even smaller sites, even the, we want to reward the best content, no matter if it's on a small site or a large site. So everybody's kind of like thinking, like, yeah, great, Google's ranking Reddit for everything. And the funny thing is, 
This is something that happened over a decade ago where Matt Cotts, this has been going on forever, the small sites versus large sites, SEO debate. Um, this is going on forever since Google started, I believe since at least 2003 from when I was covering Google. And then Matt Cotts in 2013, over a decade ago, also he wrote a poll and asking people to fill out a form. Matt Cutts was the former Google search spam cop or whatever you want to call him. He basically was the face of Google for SEOs for a long time before he retired from Google. And he basically posted a form in 2013 saying um, a small website survey asking other web, small websites that you think should rank that aren't. And that form is actually still open. I don't think anybody has access to it. Any event, um, what's funny is the article I wrote on Search Engine Land titled um, article complaining about being outranked by Google was ranking for the um, title of the, of the House Fresh article. And I read it before, I, I was writing an article about how Reddit was outranking that original article for that title as well. So now you have Search Engine Land and Reddit, which are, well, Search Engine Land is a small site, but it's, an, it's been around for a while. Reddit is a large site that really doesn't have great content. It has a lot of content. Um, so keep that in mind. Again, um, it's just somewhat of an oxymoron or kind of kind of funny, I guess, if you want to call it that, where you have this site complaining that it's a really nice piece of content that's complaining about how Google's only ranking large sites, and then you have Reddit outranking it for its own title and so forth. Of course, other people are seeing it not outrank and so forth. Google will get it right eventually, maybe, um, but it's just interesting to see that. And then last night or yesterday on Thursday, Google announced and confirmed that it's paying in Reddit it's paying Reddit, I think the reports are $60 million annually to access Reddit content via the Reddit data API, which gives them faster and more structured data access to the Reddit content. Although Google can access that content anyway through public crawling, Google's paying for it now. And then right after that, and it's funny because like nobody, Google would, I'm shocked Google announced that. Why would they pay Reddit right now at this time where everybody's complaining about Reddit ranking for everything? And it's not just SEOs complaining, it's major websites complaining that Reddit's ranking for everything and the content on Reddit is not always that great. That being said, um, there is a deal, 60 million uh, per year for Google to access that content in more real time through the structured data API. Google's not gonna be paying you or me for our content, but it will pay Reddit for that content. And shortly after that, uh, Reddit went ahead and filed for their IPO last night, um, which is pretty interesting. On to the more search news, Google announced new structured data called product variant structured data. Product variant structured data is a way for you to systematically and structurally tell Google, we have this product, it comes in blue, green, this size, that size, these variants, and so forth. Or maybe you have a computer device that comes with this amount of RAM and this amount of hard drive space and so forth. It's a new structured data format that lets you go ahead and tell Google that you have these variants. It has three property types, has variants, varies by and product group ID. So definitely take a look at that. If you have an e-commerce site, this might work very, very well for those product variants. It's one of those things that Google's been, that SEO's been struggling with forever about how to handle product variants. Um, and maybe this will help going forward or maybe Google will try it out for a while and then deprecate it because it doesn't work well. Um, Google's John Mueller said that sites that have generally used the Google indexing API wrongfully, like they used it not, Google indexing API is a way to submit content to Google faster, specifically only supports jobs and live events. Now, if you use it for other things, Google says it just doesn't work and it's not according to their guidelines. And John Mueller said, often the sites that are trying to use this, we don't care if they use it because it's not gonna work, but if they try to use it, these sites are usually generally spammy and low quality. So that's what he said around people using the Google indexing API wrongfully. Um, there is a bug with Google Shopping where if you try to use a negative keyword, like an exclusion keyword, like a negative 
whatever you don't want. Let's say you're searching for something and you don't want to exclude a certain type of keyword, that bug will not work in the Google Shopping tab. Google has confirmed it. Not sure how long it's been going on, but it seems like this has gone on for a while um, and it's not fixed yet. Uh, Google's sh uh, Shop with AI um, seems to be rolling out live for everybody, at least in the US. I'm not sure if it's live for everybody else. Um, I think you don't even have to be opt-in to SGE to see it. Um, and it basically lets you say, all right, generate images using Shop with AI. You type in a keyword and then it shows you some images. You can then variant that keyword. Like I typed in, I don't know, blue pineapple dress or something. You click on generate images and then it will show you some examples of it making it a dress like that. You click on that image that you like and then it will find images from Google Shopping that match that image, which is pretty cool. Um, and it seems to be live. Um, and it's purely AI, which is pretty cool. Google Merchant Center has updated their estimated times for delivery calculations. Um, so now that's starting, I think, in April, April 9th, where Google's gonna start using the look at the minimum and the maximum handling time attributes for processing the time and your product data for shopping and free listings. So keep that in mind, your delivery times may change on April 9th based on those new metrics. Google Merchant Center also will start requiring you to label AI-generated images that you have in Merchant Center as AI-generated in the actual metadata. There's, they want you to basically say, if you're using AI-generated images for your Merchant Center listings, products, and so forth, that you should go ahead and make sure to have that in the metadata, which is good to see Google starting to do that. And I wish there was like one global tag that you could use that Google will say, this is what we should do um, going forward. Um, Google has um, rolled out uh, add strength formulas, new weights, after going ahead and saying that P, for Pmax, the um, AI-generated assets feature for generating images and so forth, for generating assets, for generating headlines, for generating you know your, your ads, is now rolling out globally to all US advertisers in English, and it's gonna start rolling out to all advertisers in the future really soon. Google had a bunch of announcements yesterday around Google Ads, and Pmax, and AI. Um, and with that, Google said, because we're doing that, we are going ahead and adjust the ad strength formula to weigh um, assets um, more, more like the variety of assets and the quantity of assets more heavily. So they want you to really use assets um, in your things too, and that will be applied to your ad strengths going forward. Talking about Google Ads, Google Ads now is pushing um, you to hire a console to get a free console from the Google Ad Reps directly in Gmail. This is spotted by Anthony Higman and Rob. Um, so this is pretty scary. I'm not sure why they're showing this there. I don't see it myself, but I don't have a Google Ads account hooked up to my Gmail account. Um, so just keep that in mind. Google Ads has a new policy where they're prohibiting the use of using famous people or famous brands to entice people to either give up money or to give up information through Google Ads. This is starting in March. It's a new policy. It's part of the misrepresentation policy um, and it's unacceptable and it will stop, stop being, it will start being enforced starting in March at some point. Google Ads has released version version 16 of the API. So if you're using the Google Ads API, the version 16 is out. You should definitely take a look at that. It's pretty cool. Google Search is testing a new search bar design. Um, here's a screenshot of that. I personally do see it here and there. It depends on you know incognito or not. Um, I spotted this uh, via Thomas Excel and Adrian Decker also posted about this. Um, and I'm able to replicate this. Um, it's on and off. Again, Google's constantly testing. So take a look at that. Google is also testing showing the forums in the actual search bar. So you can actually filter just to show forums like Reddit. Of course, that doesn't mean that it's gonna not show Reddit in the main search results, but it's gonna, you can actually filter just to show that. That was spotted by Shaheem. Nice find there. Google is also testing fading the text of the search results in as you scroll. So as you scroll through the search results, 
um, it will start as gray and then fade in to be a darker color um, as you scroll. This is spotted by Brody Clark. Google's testing this back in also, I think, in November as well, and now they're testing it again, uh, which is not surprising. Did you know that Bing has sub-site links and expandable site links in the actual search results? So if you do a search for something in Bing and site links come up, Google's not, Bing's not just going to show you site links, um, one level, they might show you two levels or more. This was also spotted by Shaheem, nice find. Talking about Bing, Bing is also testing a new footer option uh, where they actually have the option to go to next page as opposed to clicking on page one, two, and three, and four, and also another refresh button to refresh the search results to see a fresher set of search results. This is spotted by Frank Satman and Shaheem as well, so nice find there. And it looks like Google's testing um, local packs for restaurants that actually show prices, not just like dollar signs. Usually it shows dollar one, dollar two, or dollar three. Three, you know, three dollars are actually the most expensive. But actually Google's showing the actual price ranges for a meal at that restaurant. That was spotted by Koshul. Nice find there. And finally, Gartner is predicting that by 2026, so in a couple of years, that search volume will decrease by about 25%. Uh, that was their prediction. So I asked SEOs in a poll, what do you think? And only 20% think that search volume will not decrease at all. Now, it obviously depends on how you define search volume. Search and AI and AI search is becoming really blended. Just keep that in mind. But maybe SEO is going to be dead by 25%. And I asked John Mueller that. And John Mueller basically gave the speech of SEOs are great at change. And of course, SEOs are great at change. And SEOs will adapt. So please start to adapting. Start adapting because by 2026, 2026, search will be changing and volume will be down, according to Gartner. Again, that's Gartner Prediction. That's what it is. In any event, thanks so much for, for listening to the Search Buzz video recap. My name again is Barry Schwartz. This is the search news we covered over the Search Engine Roundtable at scroundtable.com over the past week. Everyone, a great, safe, and healthy weekend. And thanks again to Duda for sponsoring. Deeply appreciate it. Bye-bye.